This is the Rundown Pod, your podcast concierge. I'm Roger Clark, with an E, announcer and co-host for this production. And now, a man who wonders if the following two Wall Street Journal reports are related. 92 million Americans are not working, and marijuana usage rates have doubled. Mr. Paul Clifford. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Rundown Pod. We have a great episode for you today. We'll be looking at one podcast, Motley Fool Answers, a daily podcast where they talk about investing and investing advice. But before we begin with that podcast, let's talk about how you can get in touch with me. You can reach me at Rundown Pod on Twitter, or you can email me at paul at rundownpod.com. Thanks, everybody, for all your emails and comments. Uh, we, we've been out for a week, and we may have to slow down production slightly. We were a Monday and Thursday podcast. Going forward, we will probably slow down to once a week Mondays. I'm hoping to go back to Mondays and Thursdays. But we will not stop doing the podcast. I like doing the podcast. It's just if you talk to anybody or you know anybody that does podcasting, it's extraordinarily difficult, especially with a day job. And we have a couple other projects we're working on. So without any further delay, here is the introduction to the Answers podcast and what we'll be talking about. So I think it was Gawker that first saw this article. I don't know. I like to try to trace viral stuff back as far as possible. That Then that made me think of STDs, which I don't mess with. But <laughs> stuff that goes viral on the internet, I like to trace it back as much as possible. And so I think Gawker was the first one to notice this fun little read on what's called Elite Daily. And the article was called, If You Have Savings in Your 20s, You're Doing Something Wrong, written by one Lauren Martin, a 20-something lady, and Pez Dispenser of Wisdom. This article <laughs> went, like I said, viral uh, because basically she was espousing everything that you shouldn't do in personal finance in your 20s. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, her, give, her, some, give some specifics of what she said. Here's some specifics said. of what she said. Your 20s are not the time to save. They're the time to gamble. $200 a month isn't going to make a dent that a $60,000 pay raise will after spending all those nights out networking. I, for one, am very excited that when I was in my 20s and out like being raucous and hitting the bars, I wasn't just getting drunk and having fun. I was networking that whole time. Guys would come up to you and say, can I buy you a drink and give you a $60,000 right. raise? <laughs> that, that happens all the time. <laughs> and then it turns out I was a prostitute. And I had no idea the whole time that men were coming up and offering me money like that. So looking at this in a financial calculator, if you save $200 a month, Starting on your 22nd birthday, by your 32nd birthday, you'll have a little over $30,000 at 7%. That may not sound like an incredible amount, but that $30,000 compounded all the way to, say, your 72nd birthday, so that's a full 50 years, ends up being about $500,000. And you could argue, well, what's $500,000 when you're 72, time value of money, if inflation is 3%, blah, 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 $500,000, same as $100,000 now is substantially less than it was 50 years ago. So continuing the argument, they did actually on the Answers podcast, they had someone who was arguing maybe for the article writer's point. But before we get to him, let's actually have Roger Clark with an E read a little bit of the Save article. I don't have any savings, but I also don't have any wants. I don't know about you, 
but I like to enjoy my life. I like to go out to eat, buy clothes I don't need and spend money with friends on memorable nights out. This goes back to a piece of advice a very successful friend gave me. Don't save money, make more money, he nonchalantly stated, pushing me into a taxi. Unlike most things people tell me, this advice did not go in one ear and out the other. It stayed with me and changed the way I look at everything from my career to my savings. But for this piece of advice, I was frantic. I was always doubting and always feeling guilty. I lived in the most exciting city in the world, also the most expensive, and had yet to experience it. I was trying to save, which meant trying not to eat. I wasn't going out with friends, had yet to go to a club and had never seen the inside of a taxi. Okay, well, there you have it. Her own words, as read by Roger Clark with an E. So she's saying the life experience that you can gain from not saving is better than having that $500,000 when you're 72. The power of compound interest notwithstanding, the, the Motley Fool people are saying that is foolish. You should get in the habit of saving every month. So there is a counterpoint that I mentioned earlier to this from the Motley Fool, though they had two people who were bashing on this uh, writer and then one person maybe kind of arguing her point. So let's listen to him. So uh, first of all, she is an over, like she is an over the top writer. So I think that's part of her style. She even wrote an article about being the benefits of being over the top. Um, I do think that when you are in your twenties without a mortgage and without kids, it is a time to do some things that you won't be able to do later in life. And that might mean like her living in New York City and enjoying it. She wrote about how she was living in New York, but she was basically in her apartment the whole time. Um, or it might be teaching English in a foreign country. Or it might be service work. I, I did, uh, I joined something called the Teacher Service Corps in my 20s and taught at a Catholic school and made very little money. That's the time in life to do that type of thing. And if it means you don't start saving in your retirement in your 20s, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world, but you have to understand the trade-offs. That might mean you have to retire later. Um, but as someone myself who plans to retire much later than traditional retirement age, I'm fine with those types of trade-offs. One thing, though, that she is wrong about, uh, and that is she wrote about how saving $200 a month basically is not as beneficial as making that big raise. Okay. Well, we covered the $200 a month thing. It it doesn't amount to much in that 10 years, but over time, as we've seen, it does amount to a lot. I agree with his nuanced perspective. I think if, you're, if you start a family early, you probably start saving early for college and for retirement. But if you're if you're the type of person, if you've gone to college or something and, and you do want to go join the Peace Corps for 10 years or five years or whatever and go overseas and have some experiences, it's not the end of the world if you don't save. It's better to save, but it's not the end of the world if you don't. And we all know a lot of people who haven't saved a dime until their 40s, and then they end up retiring fine. My parents did fine. They didn't start savings, I, I, I don't think, until their, their 40s. Not the most responsible way to live, but I don't think if you if you read the internet, this woman has taken some serious bashing. And so now let's listen to a couple of the reviews from the website where this article appeared, and you can find a link to that article on rundownpod.com. So here is from Sarah Beth about, the, uh, about this article. This is the most idiotic article that I have ever read. 
Any financial advisor would tell you that your 20s are the time you should absolutely save. The earlier the better. Have fun never retiring. Lauren. You are not an authority whatsoever on saving versus spending. You are just an authority of boring cliches and how to put yourself in a serious fanatical crisis by age 40. Seriously, Edie should be humiliated that they have someone this vapid on staff. First, Sarah Beth, I like the use of the word vapid. Second, Roger Clark with an E stumbles over some really, really easy words. I think the uh, the engineers at Apple really need to get on that. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, Apple engineers, you can take note of the words that Roger Clark with an E is stumbling on. We're never going to get out of this non digitized voice loop if, if we don't fix it. I mean, everybody still sounds like Stephen Hawking's. I mean, 20 years from now, we want a real sounding voice. Although Roger Clark with an E does sound much, much better than Stephen Hawking's. Nevertheless, you can still, at moments like that, tell that he's a computer, which brings a tear to my eye. But what doesn't bring a tear to my eye, brings a smile to my face, is the second comment about this woman. And, and I believe this man calls her vapid, maybe not using the word vapid, but he, in, in the spirit of vapidness, uh, Arturio Fiera. And let's listen to his comment, and hopefully it brings a smile to your face as well. What you have just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your entitled, short-sighted rant were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I don't know, Arturo, rational thought. I think she was pretty rational in the article. I do think that idiotic is a little, little harsh. But, uh, you know, I think if we take a nuanced perspective at our article, have fun in your 20s, there's nothing wrong with that advice. Don't save, that's okay, so now she's crossed a line, right? Well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, if you're a computer programmer making $120,000 a year and you know that you're going to make $120,000 a year and you expect to make $120,000 a year when you're in your 30s and 40s, saving, is, is saving in your 20s becomes less important. However, it's good to save in your 20s and by not saving your 20s, you're taking a risk. And by not having that habit, you're taking a risk. And maybe you won't save in your 30s. Maybe you'll just, you know, go out and buy a buy a fancy sports car. One of those Nissan GTRs that we've all been talking about. Zero to 60 in like 4.3 seconds. Or maybe a Tesla. Hmm? That's better than saving. But not really. So anyway, I agree with both sides of this equation. However, what I don't agree with is the vast amount of negativity that has been spewed this woman's way because I don't think she's totally wrong. Just like I don't think you're totally right because we all can't be Puritans. Can you imagine if nobody took any risk? If nobody spent down their bank account to start a company? If nobody, dare I say, were like the good Thomas Edison and took their savings to start a scrappy little business? And well, I don't know Thomas Edison's personal history and he probably had a rich uncle or something. But there are people out there, if I were to dig and do some research on the internet, who do start a, a scrappy little company and right by their bootstraps, and they change the world. And chances are you won't be that person. So uh, do us all a favor and uh, save $200 because I really don't want my kids' tax dollars going towards your dialysis machine. Okay. With that, that's all I have this week. Uh, We'll be back either later this week or next week. Just, you know, just if you subscribe to the podcast, you don't have to worry. It'll come and you'll enjoy every last episode. And in the meantime, you know, go listen to Freakonomics, This American Life and what have you. And then I'll come around again and you'll be like, man, I sure did miss Paul Clifford. 
and uh, and then there I'll be. Me and Roger Clark with an E, and maybe some of his friends. Maybe they'll be back next week. You never know. You never know what's coming from us. So anyway, with that, I am Paul Clifford for Roger Clark with an E, saying, Matane, Elviter Zane, hasta luego, and see you next time.